wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you We have a very special guest today Because Brent is still dead Yep We don't know, we've lost Brent He's out at sea I think I think of, he was he sent me a text message about a boat passing him by or something, but we'll talk about that later. We got a I don't know if he's a guest. Is he a guest? No, he's an originator, a co-founder of the show. He was if, here for the very first three episodes that we we did. The three practice episodes. Three practice the first episodes ever. Yeah. If we if we had a Mount Rushmore, you would you would be on it, Jamie. <laughs> so. I feel uh, I feel honored to hear that. And well, then I you should. And then I think it, we, you were last mentioned in episode three of the real episodes. That's true. You, you guys kept railing on me for, uh, <laughs> for getting internet famous. Yeah. That's right. Maybe, maybe Brent is going to leave the show now and he'll get internet famous. Well, that's what happens. leave ha- me and Trevor behind. <laughs> that's what happens when you, when, you leave, when you leave the wisdom. Good things start to happen. I mean, Brent's got all kinds of exciting things happening in his life right now that we're, we're not allowed to talk about at the moment, but it's still all great stuff. And, uh, you know, Jamie leaves the podcast and he gone done, got famous. And I don't know, Jamie, now that you're coming here and you're, you're, you're on the wisdom, I, I, I predict a steep, <laughs> steep downhill curve <laughs> in your life. Well, that doesn't sound good. Things are so, going so well for us right now. We've got to keep the slant up. Well, it feels like you're slumming with us right now. It does feel like I'm slumming a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's a good it's a good thing you take. Not with you, Carter. Not with you, Carter. You're pretty classy, but yeah. Trevor, I don't know. It's yeah, a good slum. It's a good thing you, you guys still got time for little people in your That's life. That's true. That's true. The littles. The littles. <laughs> so, what are you going to tell us what you've been up to? Tell the listeners. Well, what have I been up to lately? I have been. I uh, just got back from California. I was living uh, just outside San Francisco for the last three months, and. Uh, Started a new company with some friends of mine, and uh, we just raised $4.2 million in investment, so it's not bad. It's okay. From uh, people you... I don't know if you know this guy. He's a pretty unknown investor. His name's uh, Ashton Kutcher. Do you know? Do you know that guy? I don't know. Do you know I, I him? I'm familiar, yes. Okay. Okay. We're tight. Me and him are tight. Maybe... Okay, uh, I know he got in trouble Kutch for... Dog. For uh, having his laptop and two and a half men decorated with companies he's invested. Yeah. See, so we, were, we were a little bit late that. on that. We, only, I know. we missed that by like two months. It sucks. <laughs> Good for him, Next though. one, though. Next one. We got to send him some stickers still. Put this on your laptop. <laughs> uh, could you maybe spread the word to get him to invest in our podcast? We could yes. go oh. 4.2 million. We don't really. Carter just needs a space without dogs. Soundproof <laughs> and yes. um, I think if we paid for a prep period for Brent, so he could just have a podcast prep. Um, so we need about eighty bucks. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, I'll talk to Ashton and see if I can get that done. For eighty bucks, hey, Ashton, you got a quick eighty bucks. <laughs> yeah, oh, so uh, it's been pretty been a pretty wild ride. Crazy. What's the app called? It's called Pair, as in P A I R. And probably a bunch uh, of people already have it. A bunch of people already have it. We've got about, uh, I don't know, 220,000 downloads in the first month. So it's not bad. Could be better, but it's pretty good. Similar numbers to the podcast. That's that's normally what we get a week is 220,000. Well, I mean, that was the goal, right? When we first started Pair, I was like, listen, guys, we need to live up to here comes some wisdom. (laughs) That's the bar. That's the bar. And, like, I know that it's going to be hard to hit. We're probably going to come under, but that's the bar. So I know we, we came close. We didn't quite make it, but... 
And so give us some details on this app. Is it like a fruit you eat? Or like Fruit yeah. Ninja? I've heard of that app. Is it, is it like Fruit Not Ninja? Quite. Is it a Not shampoo? Quite. So, Carter, this app is actually perfect for you. Okay. Because, you know, you're, you're engaged now, right? You're going to be married, what, this summer? Yes. Like, this is perfect for you. Basically, you and Janelle... Oh, wait. Do, does everyone know who Janelle's name yep. or is? That like yes, a, yeah. That's are you gonna, yeah. Are you going to edit that out later on? Just beep. No, no it's not <laughs> Brent's life. It's not Brent's... <laughs> You'll never guess my secret identity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you and Janelle, you you both download Pear on your on your iPhones. Android coming soon. Well, hold on, uh, I only have a flip phone. Does uh... well, then you're gonna have to go and buy an iPhone. Oh, well, first actually, step. Can, actually, can you two, two can of them, you get Ashton to hook me up with one? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'll ask him, but I don't know. He's a pretty busy guy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so so five hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you so you buy an iPhone for you, and then you yes. buy an iPhone for Janelle, or in your case, probably Janelle buys an iPhone for you. She already has one. So we just we just <laughs> asked, right. and we just need one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you download the app, and then it's kind of like it's like text messaging, except you can send text, you can send pictures, videos, you can even draw little pictures for each other. Um, and you can do, this is the, the feature that everybody seems to be raving about, it's called the thumb kiss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So my, my co-founder, Anton, came up with this idea, and basically you, you put your thumb on the screen, you move it around, you can kind of see where your partner's thumb is, and when they meet in the, in the same spot, the phone vibrates. So it's like a, I can think it, of all kinds kiss. of inappropriate things. To yeah, do that. well, you know, we've uh, <laughs> we've heard that from basically everyone, <laughs> including our investors who uh, who want us to uh, do some fun stuff with that. But maybe we'll see. <laughs> but for now, it's the thumb kiss. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so Carter, you know, you're at work and you want to feel close to Janelle, and you just do this little thumb kiss thing, and then it's good. Keeps your relationship good. Okay. Mm. Well, I downloaded your app, Jamie. All right. But I have no one to share it with. That's interesting. So, Isn't there like some Craigslist postings or something? <laughs> you know, can, you, can you pair with me? So you know what's funny? We, um, we released Pair and you know, it got big. It got all this press. And a couple days later, uh, I saw this post about these guys who created this site called Pair Mixer. The idea was that you know, a lot of people want to try the thumb kiss, but they have no one to pair with. So they created a website where you can... List your profile, basically. You register in the app, and then you, you go and list your profile, and you give them your sort of login information. And there's a list of other people who are unpaired. So you find someone you like, you tap on their name, and then uh, if they tap on you, if they accept your thing, it'll pair the two of you up. That could be the closest I've come to a committed relationship in years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to write that down. My mom will be so happy. Yeah. And, um, and the idea well, is that I'm it's, gonna like, get it's my kind of like a dating site, on. right? But, I mean, at, at the end of the day, again, you don't know whether who this person on the other end is, right? Well, like, I don't care if it's some dude. It's probably Norm. Carter. It's probably Carter. You know, registering <laughs> probably <him>. me. <laughs> he puts Janelle's picture on the site and then gets to thumb uh, kiss with a lot of random people. So I'm sure now you've got to promote this. So here's your first stop. And then where next on the media circuit? Do you got like Letterman and the Today Show planned after Here Comes Some Wisdom? Oh, I mean, they've been after us, but we're kind of His busy. publisher really, his publicist really wanted him to come on the Wisdom first. Yeah. 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 It's like the Today Show. Yeah. You get the bump. Now that you're all famous and stuff and like you've come on the wisdom, your life is going to go downhill pretty fast. So I foresee you guys just sitting around an office with, what was $4.2 million? 
That is correct. So on the hookers and blow scale, you got to buy a DVD of Wall Street and then basically just go to town till till you end up in a gutter. <laughs> but you you have a redeeming story, and that'll be your that'll be your autobiography, right? Like it's possible. But I think we're going to try and use that money to, to we're going to turn that four point two into like like four hundred into. It's not bad. You've gone corporate, man. What happened so to the more, Jamie you, I used to know? Carter, what do you think is more expensive in the hookers and blow equation? The hookers or the blow? You're in San Francisco? Oh, that's true. Hookers are cheap. Yeah, there's a lot of home. There's a big homeless epidemic in oh. San Fran. But then, again, you're right on the ocean, so the cocaine comes in cheap, too, you know? Man, you're going to be living it up. You could, Motley Crue could write a whole album about <laughs> you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. Give me a, give me a couple of years and another 10 million users, and then we'll see. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Then you can do whatever the hell. I run this town. <laughs> yeah. You'll walk around in a bathrobe. Then Pair Plus comes out to be like, don't. A bathrobe. Speaking of, okay, so uh, the last time I went to San Francisco, it was, uh, when was it? It was Halloween, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, Halloween, like the night of Halloween, we, uh, my girlfriend and I were walking around in the mission, which is, well, kind of, I don't even know if you can, like, how can you compare the mission to something in, in Winnipeg? I don't know, like Osborne maybe, but I don't know. Anyways, but, sorry, and, and it's not even about the mission. Right beside the mission, there's this area called the Castro, and the Castro is the gay district in San Francisco. And so, you know. Write that it's down, Halloween. Carter. Mm-hmm. It's ha- yeah, write that down, Carter. You'll, you'll need to know that later. Um, we're like a Halloween, like, let's go see what's going on in the castle. It'll be funny. Well, so we there's going to be a lot going down. <laughs> the walk th- we walk through, and the very first thing I see is a fully naked man walking down the street. Just boom. Mind his own business, just fully naked. The full Castro. No one's even like, you know, you'd think that people would just be staring at him or laughing and pointing. Nothing. It was like it was just a regular day. <laughs> Ain't no thing. Exactly. Down in the Castro. Yep. Carter, where are you going? Carter, get off Air Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jamie comes back, and this is back. Oh, making fun of Carter. Thought we outgrew <laughs> this, you guys. Oh, we're back oh, to rip we'll it on Carter. That. We'll never yeah, outgrow that. I think so. Oh, well. So I re- you're a big tech guy, right, Jamie? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a big tech guy, but I am a tech guy. But, but I remember back in the day when you used to, like, Try and record this podcast on your phone in a bunker. Uh, it sounded like you were in a war zone most of the time. I'm at school. I'm trying to like do my schoolwork, and you guys are like, "Hey, let's record a podcast." I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to make this work." He's like, "Okay, I'm going to go underground into a bathroom (laughs) with a dial-up connection, and I'm going to use a PA speaker." Listen, I made it work. All right, could you hear? Could you hear my voice? (laughs) Barely. It worked. It's just funny. Just funny. (laughs) Today in Denver, Colorado, a six-year-old was suspended for three days for sexual harassment. What? Yes. That makes sense. Six-year-olds are notorious for sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. The kid's name, D apostrophe Avante Meadows. So Devante Meadows. I think that's uh, Scandinavian heritage. <laughs> so he... Uh, really, went, Carter? 
we're going down this road. <laughs> we are. And uh, he went up to another girl who's six years old and quoted the the LMFAO song, I'm sexy and I know it. And uh, apparently there's a zero tolerance policy in this school for any sexual <laughs> harassment. So the kid is now uh, suspended for three Wait, days. Wait, is that all he said? That's all he said. He just said, I'm I, sexy I and I know it. I prefer to think a different way. I mm-hmm. prefer to think about this, that the school has a zero tolerance policy for LMFAO. That's a good point. That's so like, we just point. can't have this. No, a lot of people <laughs> are saying like, oh, kids don't know what that means. They don't know what the word sexy means. And I would argue with that. Because when I was in grade one, when I was Diavante's uh, age, a little song called uh, I'm Too Sexy came out by Right Right Said Fred. And maybe the most annoying thing ever because, you know, kids would get on one topic and they repeat themselves. So it'd just be like in class, um, too sexy for my socks, too sexy for my binder, too sexy for my pencil. You know, it'd be like a month of that. I'm sure if we could go back in time to grade one, it'd just be like the most annoying thing in the world. So you're sexually harassing your socks and binder. Yes. So I don't think things are, uh, people are like, the golden age, back 20 years ago, kids would not know what sexy meant. But I would argue Man, that they did I've been know. substitute teaching until I, I take off in the summer. And I was in a grade one classroom yesterday and we were drawing pictures. Yes. I look away for two minutes. I come back and this kid was drawing like a stick figure family. And right in the middle of the stick figure family, I'm, this kid is six years old, giant wang, <laughs> just a guy with a giant schlong hanging out there, just straight up, just giant schlong on like his brother. I was like, dude, <laughs> that's what kids do. <laughs> dude, what's this about? He's like, mm. it's like, you are all kinds of messed up. That'd be good if you could do some longitudinal study based on kids who draw wangs in school and see how they turn out when they turn like 25. No, this kid doesn't have a hope. Not a, not a chance. Toast. It's music these days. That's what's corrupting kids. Which, you know, but when you were in grade one, were you drawing wangs on things, man? I wasn't, but everyone else was. Really? Yeah, everyone did. I don't think I would have done that. Man, I was at wang vandalizing until like grade four or five, probably. <laughs> Jamie, where do you weigh? I, in I can on the categorically wang state that I that I have never drawn a wang. Actually, no, I can't. I can't state that at all. But I can definitely state that I was <sighs> not doing that in elementary school. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Because you got to draw one on your friend's face when they pass out. That's true. Mm-hmm. So like everyone's at least done that once. Actually, no, I, I haven't done that. One time we uh, there was this uh, this girl we got. Passed out drunk, and she had to work it. Oh, I don't know like, where this is going. Oh, Carter, always mind in the gutter. Mm. She was, she was going to work as a, as a greeter at Walmart the next morning. <laughs> so, oh, no. So we wrote, I hate Walmart on her forehead. <laughs> with what? With a, oh, with a Sharpie. <laughs> a permanent marker. Oh. <laughs> not, not sure how well that turned out. Do you know what's worse than a Sharpie? What's that? White out. What, but why? White out, you could just wash off. Uh, that's what I thought one day. And? So my friend and I were like screwing around and we decided to paint cat whiskers on our face. Oh, before no. we had to go to like a wedding reception. It was like after the photos before the like party. <laughs> and somehow cat whiskers were drawn on our faces. Well, apparently... Whiteout is like microparticle these days because it goes into pores that you didn't even know exist. <laughs> like, 
You need sandpaper to take that off. So deep. No, sandpaper doesn't work. Nothing worked. I had cat whiskers on my face. <laughs> no, I'm dead. If you don't believe me, put some white out on your face and see how, long, how many days it takes to come off. It goes so deep, right to the bone, white out to the bone. Oh, and then I found a kid the other day that got crazy glue stuck all over their nose. I how wonder how that got that there. Crazy glue stuck all over their nose. Yeah, it was all over the bottom of their nose. Okay. Ooh. So they weren't sniffing crazy glue. It wasn't the kid who was drawing the wangs, at least, because, I mean, that's a one, two, three strikes you're out at that point. Pretty much. Wang and sniffing glue, I mean. It's a Springsteen song. (laughs) (laughs) Boats. Boats. They terrify me. And I have reason to be more scared. Do you guys hear about this? The, uh, The cruise ship? That was going by two guys on a fishing boat. No. They were on a fishing boat for like five days without food, like shipwrecked, somehow like hung up on some rocks in the middle of like some waterway. A giant cruise boat was passing them. They had like a shirt and they put like a red cross and like help. And like the people on the boat, like the passengers on the cruise ship were like yelling at them. They're like, help us. We're dying. And they were like, you know actually dying because they'd been stranded on a boat in the middle of nowhere for like five days and they told the uh, captain and the captain just said no <laughs> nothing nothing we're doing about this <laughs> cruise ship captain is getting a reputation these days apparently they had to make their time and they were not gonna save two people and then guess what happened they died yep What's with ship captains in time? Like the Titanic in the movies, just like, oh, I full steam ahead, you know? And this guy's like, screw any people overboard. We're going. Okay, can somebody explain to me why they're re-releasing Titanic? I think they already It's been did. 100 years. Well, I, okay, already did. 3D, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> 3 3D, 3D movies. Have you guys talked about 3D movies before and how ridiculous they are? Uh, they make Brent's head hurt. They make everybody's head hurt. I've never seen one. I refuse to go. I hate yeah. the idea. I, saw, I think I saw a 3D movie once, and it made my head hurt, and that was the first and last one I ever watched. I'm going to sit this conversation out. Oh, God, Carter. You bought a 3D TV, didn't you? I do have one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're such a dork. Yeah, I, I might watch uh, Thor in 3D tomorrow, rent it off my video on wow. service. Low point to your life. See what's happening if you stay with this podcast, Jamie. You're watching Thor. You're watching Thor in 3D. Well, I could rent it for two bucks on DVD or get it on demand 3D for eight bucks. I, okay, so what's, what's the pull, Carter? What's, like, what is it about 3D that you love? It wasn't that much more expensive to get as so a that's what you love. TV. You love that's the deal, you sick bastard. <laughs> you just love deals. That's all you... Carter, you know what's... So it's it's a good a, talking point. Here we are 15 months later, and I'm still talking about it to thousands of listeners, you know? It's I don't know it. how it is in Manitoba, but in, in Ontario, they've now closed all the Rogers uh, movie rental stores. Yeah, they have basically here. So I'm walking by one the other day, and they're they're just sort of on their last legs, and they're selling everything off. It's like buy ten, it's like buy one get ten free or something. <laughs> and the first thing I thought about was you. <laughs> Trying to get thing. tangled on. I'm on like, Disney if I 3D? phone Carter and tell him about this like buy one get ten deal, <laughs> he is literally going to get on a plane and fly here right now. Okay, no. <laughs> when Rogers did close down here, I went to and I, I just walked right out. Their deals were nothing, man. 
deal getter did not like those deals. <laughs> oh, they were they were pretty good here. They were giving okay. away a lot of okay. shit. Quality stuff, or was it like? No. Oh, I don't know. I didn't go into. Long well, you only watch <laughs> crap anyway. So. You're watching <laughs> Thor in 3D. Well, I got to get pumped for Avengers. Yeah, a lot of know? Brad Pitt Wang. 3D. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not in that movie. Is that Troy? It's all the same crap. <laughs> Thor, Troy, whatever. Four letters starts with a T. Has an O in it. Close enough. <laughs> oh well. Boats. So Titanic boats. Okay. <laughs> boats. Yeah, but you know. So, speaking of, like, 3D and stuff, there's too many options for people at the movie theaters these days. Like, uh, The Hobbit is in, is in hot water for being in 48 frames per second, while every other movie is, like, 24 frames per second. So, I heard that they're planning on releasing in both... Well, that's because those little hobbits move quick. I know. You've got to <laughs> capture those little fellas. And so, it sort of gives it the uh, soap opera effect, the PBS effect, as I call it. Of um, So... They said there's going to be released multiple versions. So it's like, how hard is it to see a movie now? You've got the 28... Like physically see it? Well, let's put it this way. There's the 3D version, the 2D version, the IMAX version, the non-IMAX version, the 24 frames per second version, the 48 frames per second version. It's a good way to tell if your date and you are compatible. So you'd be like, I want to see 48 frames per second, IMAX, no 3D. And you're like, I want to see 24 frames per second, If a girl 3D, said no that to IMAX. me, I'd throw her off the boat we were on. No, but... This isn't just, this is, you know, you go that's buy why a I'm ticket. That's I'm not on pair. So you, you walk up to the ticket counter and they're like, what version that's, would you that's like? That's a low blow, Trevor. That's a low blow. <laughs> oh, anybody have any good Dauphin movie theater stories? <laughs> but now that the new movie theater is awesome, other than that. I've never been I, to the I don't know. I'm still, I refuse I'm, to go. I'm pretty sure I just was able to get the crud off my shoes this past week. <laughs> From the old one. From the old, From the one? old one, yeah. Uh, it was so crappy. It was awesome. I remember seeing Beauty and the Beast in the theaters, and uh, you guys know Dan. He's he's uh, Trevor's age. He uh, just all of a sudden crack his chair back, wood splinters. <laughs> he just goes. His, his head goes in the his lap. Chair just the, exploded. Yeah. Didn't they grow pot up in the projector room? <laughs> no, that's a story was it I've that never just heard. a pot farm? And then in the basement, it was like Judge kids Dredd went to get molested. Judge Dread paint posted on the bathroom wall, just painted up. It was awesome. <laughs> hey, what's up with Hologram Tupac? Did we ever talk about that? No, we is didn't. He go, is he going on tour yet? It's and not. How it wasn't actually. It's a hologram. not a hologram. It's a two D image projected onto a really thin piece of metal. Well, I just channeled, I just channeled Carter. There. I'm just buzz killing. Right? Is he going you on mean, a tour, Trevor? How it's not actually a hologram? Is that what you mean? Is that a 40 frame per second or a 24? <laughs> okay, the Japanese have been, the Japanese have been doing this for years. I've I've found out <laughs> it's like this uh, animated pop oh, star. They? This animated pop star girl with ponytails and that does like 20 costume changes per concert and they just go wild with glow sticks and then they just put Pac up on there and it's revolutionary. What's her name? I have no idea. I'll post it to the blog. Is it like Maybe Sailor she'll pair with me. Like it looks like Sailor Moon. <laughs> It looks like it. Okay. Nice. Nice, Jamie. Sailor Moon reference. I haven't heard that in 10 years. Yeah, actually, I had a conversation. Someone had a conversation with me about Sailor Moon like three days ago. So. Okay, but is he going on tour or what? I don't know. He might. I was reading Sports, 
stated about how they're trying to uh, for the Japanese World Cup in 2020 for their bid. You for it. racist bastard! <laughs> I know. Well, hey, I don't know any Japanese people, so it's okay. <laughs> funny. Yes. Funny, funny. So, um, okay, that was funny. <laughs> so I heard that the Japanese bid for the World Cup is like we will put, uh, we'll have the game live in Japan, obviously, but then say in Seattle at their soccer stadium, we will project the game using holograms on the field. Sounds pretty cool. Now, experts in the hologram field says one that's a pipe dream, and the other one says it's actually could be possible. So that'd sweet. be pretty sweet. Someone said something and it might or might not be possible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that what you just spent the last 30 seconds (laughs) telling us? (laughs) Carter, you are bringing the stink today. (laughs) You're throwing off your game. Jamie's throwing you off. Well, it makes me nervous being in someone's high step. What else else do the Japanese (laughs) say? (laughs) What about... What else... The Italians, Carter, or what? Yeah. Which race are we going with next? Oh. <sighs> so what about pinball? What about Guns N' Roses pinball to bring it all back to Guns N' Roses? Where's Guns N' Roses pinball? Are you kidding me? Yeah, and Dauphin, where was it? Oh, it wasn't in Dauphin, but there is Guns N' Roses pinball. Uh, no, you know what was the best machine? The, the um, I know what you're going to say. That, what am I going to say? Rock, roller games. Roller games and Sev? Uh, no, but the um, what, what's the, the video game machine at Sev that played uh, Aerosmith? Oh, I think it was just Aerosmith, the pinball game. No, no, it wasn't pinball. It was a video game. It was game. a shooter? It was a shooter. Yeah, it was a shooter. Huh. Could you shoot Steven Tyler? I, no, I think you were like in a. It was like a like a sh- like a plane or something. Air Force One, possibly, or Aero Force One, oh. something like that. But I just wait remember a it. minute. This is bringing back memories. Seven. Yeah. Seven would always get new games too. It'd be like it was a big day when Mortal Kombat Three came out. Yeah, man. Sev was, was primo funny. video. Yeah, definitely. See, your dog agrees. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, Seb. I love the their ta- no, taters. You know what it was? It was Revolution X. With Aerosmith. Aerosmith. My problem is I never had change. <laughs> or friends. I'm literally sending you guys the link right now. Okay, I'm checking it. Revolution X. Yeah! <laughs> this is when Aero- this is before uh before the Armageddon soundtrack came out. So uh, Aerosmith was a little more desperate. They'd, uh, you know, attach their name to arcade machines. And you're right, Trevor. It was a shooter. Literally, it had the, the plastic the gun on it. Yeah. What was the plot? I don't. I don't remember. Okay, the plot concerns a dystopian version of 1996, where an alliance of a dystopian 1996, <laughs> where an alliance where grunge of, has taken over rock and roll, where an alliance of corrupt government and corporate military forces have taken control of the world in the guise of the New Order Nation, the NON, with their vampish commander headmistress Helga, have declared war on youth culture. Anyone aged from 13 to 30. And yeah, Aerosmith, right in that demographic, a bunch of fifty-year-olds. All I remember is "Eat the Rich" playing over and over and over. <laughs> well, that that's against New Order Nation, and they they banned all forms of music, television, magazines, and video games. 
So the player first travels to Club X in L.A. to see Aerosmith perform live, but the band is captured by non-troops and hustled off the stage. Oh. And the final confrontation is Wembley Stadium for a final confrontation to Helga, who morphs into a claymation monster who can fire machine guns and rocket launchers with its hands and feet. Wow. And then um, once you destroy Helga, guess what your prize is? You become an honored guest at the Aerosmith concert. Oh, no. Oh, there's a Super Nintendo version of this. Got to get my hands on that. Of course you do. Roger's deal. Here I come. Sounds like a sweet game. Yeah, here's the songs. Eat the Rich, Sweet Emotion, Toys in the Attic, Walk This Way. Now Steven Tyler's selling Burger King. And he's on American Idol. I like the old Steven Tyler where he used to uh, fight against the New Order Nation in dystopian <laughs> 1996. That's my favorite, <laughs> Steven Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I wish he would have just died when he got all coked out in the 70s. You don't, okay, that's mean. You don't like Aerosmith in the 80s and 90s? I did once upon a time, but now I, I see the error of my ways. This is better than my imagination. This is more than a dream come true. Without the slightest bit of hate. 